Welcome to the Urban Wine Club podcast. Pour a glass, sit back, and enjoy the show. Happy New Year, everyone, and welcome to another Sip Clip. I'm your host, Foti Stamos, and with me, as always, Ari Kalos. Hello, hello. What's going on? We uh, we made it to 2021. You know, it's funny. Uh, we had a complete and utter, uh, excuse the language, shit show of a 2020. We're going into about a week and a half of 2021, and I need more wine. A lot more wine. Than ever. Tell me about it. It feels like that... Uh, that shit show hasn't fully ended yet. Yes. And <laughs> usually right about this time, a lot of us uh, over the years have been recovering in these first couple of weeks of 2021 from all the celebrating, the partying, uh, the drinking. And so the, uh, the, the difference now is a lot less celebrating, a lot less partying, but the drinking was equal, if not more. If not more, yes. And... Um, you know, this ha- happens to be what they consider dry January. Oh, people, yeah, yeah. I've been reading about that. You know, people go into this phase of they're giving up drinking because they drank so much during the holidays that they're so, like, beat up from the excessive drinking that their bodies but, are just giving up. But does that have anything to do with the pandemic? Because people were drinking a lot more during the pandemic as well. You know... Uh, good question. I don't know if that's the case because um, I feel that people drink regardless or have been drinking because you're attending parties all the time, events all the time. I mean, yes, it seems like we're drinking more because we're subject to being at home all the time. Oh, I mean, I definitely have drank more in the last nine months than I normally would. Well, now that I'm you know, older. I mean, if I was in my twenties, it would be normal. But <laughs> now that I'm older, I definitely drink more in the last nine months than I have in the last couple of years. Yeah, definitely. So the fact that you are doing this, um, I'm, I'm not going to use the word excessive because I'm using <laughs> alcoholic, but the increased rate of drinking. So how about this? How do you, you know, how do you feel um, overall after you know the next day um, after right. drinking more? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you. A quick summary of my life. So, in general, I feel pretty crappy after I've had, like, if I have, like, one glass, two glasses, generally that doesn't affect me much. Okay. Uh, if I have more than that, I generally feel pretty crappy the next day. I don't even get, like, a good night's sleep. Um, yeah. And then to add to that, there's certain wines that I've been drinking where I could drink like a whole bottle and I'm fine and dandy. And then there's other wines that I've been drinking and I'll have like up to like two glasses and I'll just feel immediately just horrid. And so I'm really like confused why this keeps happening. I would love to learn why I'm, some things affect me, others don't. Yeah. But in general, when I drink uh, more than a couple of glasses, like I'll generally not feel so good the next day. And I generally don't sleep well. So that's a big problem for me. Well, that's the common um, scenario with 90% of people that uh, have come to me and, and have discussed this matter. So there's so many factors involved. It's, it's almost too complex to, to really break it down in this segment. But overall, mm-hmm. um, what's happening is the number one factor of this awful feeling and crappy feeling is dehydration. Yeah. So we're 
constantly finding ourselves being excessively dehydrated um, because, unfortunately, the combination of alcohol and sugar promote dehydration in our system, which leads to um, awful headaches, just uh, fatigueness, no matter how much sleep you get, and you're just sluggish, you're foggy in the brain. Um, but that's the, one, of the main, uh, one of the main factors um, in drinking the, and the feeling of the, of the morning after, I guess. Um, yeah. But, you know, there's more than just dehydration. So, you know, you mentioned people have a hard time. You have a hard time sleeping. So do most folks. Um, mm-hmm. You become restless. Um, you kind of feel like your heart rate is high. Mm-hmm. If you've ever woke up in the middle of the night, like, like having a panic attack, um, sweating is also another uh, common factor in, um, in the effects of drinking uh, excessively or for the whole night. So I got to say that it, alcohol does affect everybody in different ways, but overall that dehydration factor is going to do a number on you. So how do you get around that? Well, one thing, one thing that I've done that kind of helps um, is if I'm so, okay. So I tend to take, uh, I don't take a full wine glass. I take smaller. They're almost like large shot glasses. Um, and I, I use those to pour my wine. So I don't have as much in front of me. So every time I want more, I have to like get up, pour it, come back. So it tends to make me drink a little slower, but it also gives me the opportunity to, to drink a, a glass, a glass of water in between, which if I do it in between that little, kind of shot glass thing it, it almost like uh works like perfectly if, if everybody could do that it would solve most of the problems that people face the next day yeah but that, doesn't that sound like i have a problem where i go through so much calculation to try to figure out why i'm getting well answer? no that, that's a, that's a, <laughs> that's the problem right there because there's so, there's an effort involved how often do most <laughs> of us actually think about that when we're out so yeah, yeah it, <laughs> Uh, unfortunately that's the, that's the, that's the reality. So being able to drink in between your beverages, your alcohol beverages is the key. But unfortunately we're not really geared that way to do that when we're having a, a good time or we're like deep in conversation or maybe yeah. not have access to water when we're drinking, I guess. Well, the lucky thing for me is again, I'm talking about the last nine months specifically when I'm home. So I'm right next to full access to water. I could, I'm not really in the middle of a social setting or a conversation or whatever. I'm just yeah, drinking. drinking. <laughs> yeah. So that, that would be our tip is um, for the, for our folks that are listening that if you can make it a point for every glass, follow for every glass of your alcoholic beverage, wine, cocktail, beer, what have you follow it with a glass of water. That's number one. If you can't do that, then there's some other factors like making decisions. Um, every type of alcoholic beverage has certain levels of sugar. So sugar mm-hmm. is another component that needs to be addressed uh, when coming to um, what promotes uh, awful hangovers and what promotes um, the uh, awful feeling is obviously wine. Well, well, beer has less alcohol content in the lineup. Wine would be next, and then and then spirits would be after, right? So when you when you when we're talking about wine, obviously as the uh, wine club platform here, so wines tend to be anywhere between eleven percent to fifteen percent in alcohol. Uh, anything above thirteen and a half percent, that's where you start to have um, higher levels of sugar in your wine, and that's where you're more prone to dehydration quickly. So 
trying to maybe choose wines that are under 13.5% in alcohol. If you're trying to make a cautious decision of what should I be drinking that I can be a little more careful with. If you want to take the effort and time, and like, like you said, it's a thought process, try to look at the labels of your wine and see where they're engaged at for alcohol content. And know that yeah. it's above 13.5. Yeah, you know what? If you have a glass, fine. But if you're, you're in for the night to drink, you might want to think twice. Uh, good if, point. If you have other, if you have options. Um, no, definitely. I, I mean, I always look at the alcohol content. So again, um, um, dry, the drier the wine, the, the lower alcohol content. And the other thing um, that I should mention too is that certain red grapes have levels of histamines. And there are a percentage of us that have uh, allergies or are allergic to histamines. And that will trigger uh, different symptoms and feelings as well. So how is, is that something we could tell beforehand or you can't really, that's not something you could really know unless you, you know drink what? a wine and it affects yeah. you. It, it, you never know until it triggers it. And some folks, it doesn't, you could be drinking red wine forever. And then you, you are years later into drinking red wine. One day you wake up, you have a dr- glass of red wine and then you break out and you, into hives or you get like these rashes or you get a scratchy throat or you get congestion from drinking red wine and you have no idea what what's going on. And a lot of it has to be contributed to the histamines that exist in certain grapes. And you won't know that it affects you until it really happens. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. So, yeah, I mean, uh, unfortunately, as much as we enjoy our, 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 you know, our wines and our cocktails and our alcoholic beverages, you know, as we get older, as we go through life, it's amazing how certain things change for us. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, Back to what um, we wanted to kind of bring to light is that what's really, you know, that sucks is the feeling the next day. And how many times do we say to ourselves, I will never do that again. But then we're, the, <laughs> we're glutton for punishment and, ah, you know, think little time goes by and then we're back at it again. But if we can just keep those rule of thumbs, you know, hydrate. Um, obviously, the other thing, too, is how much you drink in a certain amount of time. If you, you know, we've talked plenty of times that during the pandemic, we've been able to polish off a bottle, no problem by ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. But how long does it take you to polish that bottle? So they say like, statistically, if you consume a glass every hour, you're giving your body enough time to metabolize that glass of wine. So if you milk that whole bottle for four hours, you should be okay. Yeah, it doesn't happen really. But if you, if you really... <laughs> suck that bottle down within an hour or two, then that's where, again, it's going to not be uh, in your favor. Uh, another thing I do is I keep track of the wines that make me feel really sick. And then I also keep track of the wines that like I drink and I f- feel fine because if I have the choice, I try to stick to wines that I know don't really affect me that badly. And there's certain wines that really do. They really me, do make me. Let me ask you a question now that you say that you're actually documenting this, do you see a pattern? Uh, I don't think I have enough to see a pattern yet. Okay. Because to, to really notice a pattern, I think I have to get into like some serious documentation of like, I mean, what do you think a number would be for to find a pattern? Like 10 wines, 20 wines, 50 wines, 100 oh, wines? No, I don't. Yeah, you know that. The pattern would be stylistically, are you finding there's a pattern, a type of wines, not so much the, the different types of, I mean, the, the, the quantity of how much, how many different wines. But if you're noticing that every time I drink, I mean, just to give you an example, every time I drink Cabernet, 
every time I drink a red blend, every time I drink Chardonnay, that's where I kind of like would be the basis of a pattern. Or again, for me, it's always about looking at the pattern of how much the alcohol content is of every bottle that you're picking up. So just like you pick up a box or a package of food that you're going to eat, I'm sure you're looking at the table of the contents in the back of the package. Yeah, that's actually a good point. So as much as I can uh, consciously do this, which I'm going to do it because I, I, I really want to learn more, I'm going to see the type of wine, the style of wine, and the alcohol content of the wine. And I'm going to see there if there's a pattern evolving. And then try to, try to drill this into your head. If you're looking at the number of, you know, the alcohol content, you know, drive, you know, strive for that number to be under 13 and a half percent. Okay. Because in your, I want you to kind of, you know, work on that so that over time you're starting to realize that, oh, you know what, you know, I'm drinking wines that are under 13 and a half percent. And do I feel better when I'm doing this? Yeah. All right. I will do that. Excellent. The goal here is to make us feel better in 2021. Um, hopefully that works. Hopefully the, the, you know, the hydration of drinking plenty of water in between glasses of your beverage works. Um, you know, if you know that you got to be up early, but unfortunately you have a long night and we're drinking the whole night, you know, be prepared, <laughs> be prepared for what's going to happen in the morning. You know, the other thing that the things to avoid when you're having, uh, awful hangovers is, uh, they say, you know, avoid eating greasy food, you know, having more caffeine can actually um, intensify the hangover because caffeine will dehydrate you as well. Just, you know, unfortunately it's time. The only way to get around the hangover and the way you feel is just got to give it time. You know, for, they say for every ounce of alcohol that you've had, it takes about an hour to metabolize it. Okay. And can, you know, keep track. Of, if you know something bothered you, keep track of it yeah, and, and say, you know, don't, don't drink that one again. And Whenever you drink something that doesn't affect you so much, try to stick to that. And here's a um, something that's coming out in 2021, which I'm not sure how I feel about it. But if you want to have a glass of wine uh, minus the uh, the alcohol factor to give you a hangover, is uh, there's an introduction of a new lineup of wines coming to the market that are non-alcoholic wines that taste exactly like there's alcohol in it. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I just don't understand that. but. <laughs> That's just me. I, I've been seeing a lot of advertisements for non-alcoholic wines and cocktails and spirits that taste exactly. And I'm like, that's just not my thing at all. So <laughs> but just just an FYI that uh, just don't be so alarmed that you're going to see, a, um, you know, an abundance of promotions for these type of products for 2021. That's funny. All right. All right. right. That's, that's cool. My, uh, that's my spiel for the uh, for our first clip of 2021 which is relevant to uh, us experiencing uh, awful hangovers in the first two weeks of the year <laughs> exactly Things well yeah that's that's, that's some good information because uh i think it's important i think it's important to moderate your drinking but if you're you're going into a little bit of an excess there's things you could do to make yourself feel a little better excellent all so, right hopefully the next time we talk you're going to feel a lot better i will excellent. i gotta get more wine though uh, yeah, I think you need me need to take a trip to the facilities. <laughs> I'll be there tomorrow. Excellent. All yeah. right, Foti, thank you so much. And uh, thanks for everybody listening, watching, and we will see you next time. Happy New Year again. We'll see you out there. Sure. Bye-bye.